Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 194 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man, every girl's crazy about a sharp-dressed man, Willie Saylor, looking just fine in that silver shirt. You are out of pocket this morning. You just keep going. This is default status, bro. I'm fired up. It's not default status. Dude, it's Friday the 13th, man. What's going to happen? Kyle Bracky, what's going to happen in about... An hour and a half. Oh, he's going to crash. He's going to crash so hard. Miserable. Yeah. I don't get in a bad mood. Oh. No. You get cranky. You get hangry. Why am I cranky? Because you're a diva. Because you're hangry. Because you're hangry and you're a diva. No. I just have, I just get, I do get hungry. That's the only thing that is. I don't, but I'm not rude to anyone outside of this room. I mean, I'm rude to Efren. Why wouldn't (laughs) I be? I'm rude to you guys. I should be. But anyone else, I'm I'm perfectly cordial towards. I know, but when you have this kind of energy level this early, we know what's coming. We'll see. We'll see. No, I shouldn't get that hungry because you know why? I've got leftovers today, so I don't have to go out to eat salmon, rice. I can't believe you eat leftover salmon. It's delicious. You are such a. You don't eat leftover anything though. You're I think up the whole office. I don't. You remember? Like, remember you're when? Piss Alex Gold off. Uh, yeah, he's a sales guy. He gets so mad. <laughs> yeah, we'll use your name, Alex Gold. You don't even listen to this show. You you fraud. Um, he yelled at me because I microwaved salmon and it didn't even smell bad. That's what fish smells like, guys. So I microwaved it. Big deal. Microwave fish sounds delectable. It is good. You know what? <laughs> sounds better delectable. than the trash you eat. What did you have for breakfast? Micro. I don't. What, I don't s- eat. Skull straight. What do you have for lunch? Probably nothing. Go home. You're going to order 3,000. You're going to order a whole rack of ribs. Eat four. Let them sit out there. That's what I do. Okay. So but don't, I don't need It's not leftover on... microwave salmon. It's delicious. I, Whatever. Did, no, salmon gonna... aren't even indigenous to the state. They was probably, so <laughs> they were probably shipped in from 3,000 miles, got to your grocery store, sat there for two days. You bought it, cooked it the night before, had some. The next day, microwaved. Gross. It's good. It's perfectly fine. You are such a snob. You are such a one percenter, dude. Absolutely. It's gross. You're not. You're no. not. If you had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I wouldn't think anything of it. Okay. But you is, have leftover s- microwave salmon. I do love peanut butter and jelly. I'm out on that. I love peanut butter and jelly. I'm not even. I'm not even in on like cooked salmon. It's not even good. It's delicious. The best. Right, enough. 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 The best salmon you could get is raw. Is sushi. I read an article about sushi. I'm out. It puts, oh, is that funny, Efren? Why are you out on sushi? Sushi, there's worms go in your brain. I read this. (laughs) This, No, stop laughing. It's true. Stop it. Worms 
Worms go in your brain. Well, Katie sent me something. It was on Who CNN eats the most sushi? Some... Who eats the most sushi? You. No. Well, yeah. No. Oh, Jap- I, th- I think you meant people in Japanese. Japanese. Who are the si- smartest people in the They're world. They're sending us fake fish. They're calling it one thing, it's another. That's I, not true. I, it's true. I'm going to get the Who's article. Who's they? Are these alternative facts? These are not alternative Christian facts. Who's they? Fine, Christian gonna, is so woke. Are you right talking now? about wasabi so or the fish? Fake fish? It's not a. Who's they? The Asians. I don't know who sends the fish. I'll find it. Katie sent it to me. Katie's more woke than I. That's my wife. This is all about you. Got your family doesn't even eat sushi. No, she never had. She has never had it. She's never had it. I'm like Katie. It's if she's pro- ever had sushi, she I'll, would risk the worms because it's delicious. Here it is. U.S. salmon. <clears throat> Wait, hold on. There you go. <laughs> the Asians are sending a U.S. salmon. Wait, C- Christian's no, hold favorite on. fish. Salmon. Hold on. Let's get this. <laughs> hold on. Right here. U.S. salmon may carry Japanese tapeworms, scientists say. Are you th- eat salmon. Huh? Okay. If it's uncooked, you can, if you, you can kill the worms when you cook it. Tapeworm, a.k.a. neurocytorosis. Or, <laughs> a.k.a. It has two a.k.a.s. That's how dangerous it is. Get back on the... Can we focus? Tapeworm, a.k.a. neurocytorosis, a.k.a. T-solium. It goes by several names. It tries to stay under the radar. It must be a... <laughs> it fugitive. probably has it's a... It's a fugitive it, on the run. It probably has a den with El Chapo. It probably does. This tapeworm lives with Al Chapo. They found, when surgeons looked inside his brain, they found a wiggling tapeworm inside a cyst. So we have cysts inhabited by tapeworms. Okay? The worst headache of Luis Ortiz's life. I'm not going to be Luis Ortiz. All right. So, <clears throat> you're right. If you should, you're right. You should do your due diligence, and after you cook the fish in the oven, the next day you should microwave it, then you should put it back in the fridge, the next day heat it on hot coals. Just to make sure all the tape works. That's gone. Right. The only raw fish you can eat should be cooked. Just kidding. All right. So that's enough. That's seven minutes of sushi talk with me. Um, I'm sorry I'm trying to keep everyone else safe and healthy. Nomad's here. Um, hey, Christian. Show Nomad. Everyone, this is the wrestling Nomad, a.k.a. Dan Lobdell. Give us more of your personal information. Why are you always using my government name? Because I know you hate that. What's your social security number? Three. I have three. it. I'm your boss. It's eight zero four three nine seven four six two. So you better have LifeLock, or they're gonna steal your identity. Did I hear a niner in there. Huh, there's a niner. Um, so he's here. He is our our foremost expert on international styles of wrestling. Um, that's his official title, foremost expert. And uh, there's a lot going on with uh, UWW new rules. Um, and I don't. Know, why, don't you, why don't you get us up to speed there? Dan Lobdell. Why don't we talk about it a little bit? Well, I'm pretty psyched about the return of uh, fives in freestyle. Yeah, I don't think who would uh, who would oppose that. Willie, are you are you are you just gonna type return on five? You working on fives? Yeah. I don't know. And they don't have to coming? be back arches. They don't have to be back. We can arches. get we can get ferocious firemen's carries. Mm-hmm. We can get <laughs> ferocious. <laughs> that was the example. There was a specific example used. It was a ferocious fireman's carry. A ferocious fireman's yeah. could be a five. Did he yeah. say ferocious? I don't believe Zacharit specifically used the verbiage ferocious. A big shout to Zacharit for putting that video together because <clears throat> it was extremely helpful. Even though I kind of went off a little crazy about the correct throw. That's not well, his, but that's, that's not, not Zach's fault. fault though. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's not your fault. Imagine I'm Robin What do Williams. you, Nomad? What do Such you make fault. of the? 
there's a, an instance in the video that's just ridiculous. With um, it was the heavyweights. You mean the elbow roll? The uh, yeah, the fat man elbow roll, kind of the like, correct throw. I mean, freestyle. No, freestyle correct throw is going to be. It's going to make people very mad. Mm. This one in particular, there was an elbow roll where. I forget who it was. Oh, it was Otakazi. He didn't even expose in any way. No, not even. So it wasn't he, just, he just kind of fell and hipped into him and elbow rolled. That's going to be it two. Was, it was somebody good. It was, it was someone like against Patricia Feely. I, really, no, I mean, was, not Patricia Feely. Uh, it's none of those guys. It was someone against Agul. It was a heavyweight match. And then and then there was a it was Snyder Cortina Lacerra match where where Snyder was driving forward. Cortina Lacerra tried to throw him. Kyle Lano's head, which should be one for out of bounds. But that's now going to be a two just because he kind of attempted to throw him. That's stupid. I mean, to me, the oh, well, the first one with Agul, where he gets in deep, gets to rear standing, and the guy just kind of like falls down. The guy kind of falls off to the side. That was two. That's insane. That's one thing. But even Kyle's, where to me, he defends the throw pretty well. Um, I mean, I don't know what he's. Spo- what is he supposed to do in that there situation? There shouldn't be in freestyle, at least in Greco. I maybe can get it in freestyle. There's no shortage of points anymore. It's not a problem anymore. Don't be going <clears throat> almost points. Don't be going appreciation points. That's what just could go wrong. With that's just all subjective, points. and you're dealing with a, a, on the world level. You're dealing with a known crooked officials. Yeah, and so. <laughs> When you have known crooked officials and people paying for things, don't make subjective calls. Don't even have sub- subjectivity. Because Big subjectivity zone. on real scoring, real scoring is subjective enough. Now you're just saying, hey, if you feel like it, you can award some points to nonsense. Spin zone, Willie. You're always talking about building an economy within wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, putting money in officials' hands, <laughs> yeah. you are building the economy around wrestling. Okay, yeah, but, so it sounds, like, not. You, sounds like you want it both ways. You're building the economy around Kind it. of a flip-flop by you. A referee's well, I'm just saying. bank account. Kind of a flip-flop. So we're all in on fives. Cool, right? Because why not? Fives yeah. are good. Um, it's kind of like they wanted to make the, the rules uniform. Right? I like which that. Is, which is good. That's, that's good on paper. But they kind of got to this one thing and were like, well... We need to have correct throw in freestyle because we have it in Greco, and that's probably the one thing we don't need. Also, there's no shot clock in Greco, so hmm. it's really not that uniform. Not that uniform. Yeah. P- yeah. What else? What's the timeline on all this? Yes, that's what I want to know. We won't see that for like the U.S. Open or these World Championships, or we will. No, we will. That's we what will. we'll see. Okay. For, for the U.S. Open. U.S. Open. What's we'll coming seeing. down the pike is the ten weights, and which we don't know the ten weights yet. The ten weights and the two day weigh in. Seeing the emergence of the elbow roll, oh my hold God. on. Seeing the emergence of the elbow roll, how likely is it that Dylan Palacio wins a world title within the next year? 90 to 95%. Right, 90 to 95%. Are we saying 70, 74, wherever he wants? Maybe 86. 86. I'm thinking 86. I mean, with that kind of momentum, when you get the extra weight behind it, that could, that could even be a four or five. Honestly, that's a good point. People forget if you're bigger, there's more momentum. How about this nonsense? There's no matter. Explain Fargo weigh-ins. <clears throat> so this one was tipped off to me by <clears throat> someone in Ohio. Uh, there are both day before. Not Jeff Jordan. They don't go to Fargo. <laughs> no, they don't. There's both day before and day of weigh-ins. So, so you're weighing in twice? No. So Wait. so okay. Day one of 
cadet freestyle or junior freestyle, say. Mm -hmm. Day one, you weigh in. So I think it's on the 14th, right? You weigh in on the 13th. Cool, right? That's how they do international. It's Well, not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore. But on the 15th, so whatever, August or July, whatever it is, the second day of weigh-ins, it's plus two day of. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're just going to be ready for all scenarios. You just have to keep your weight down the entire (coughs) time. Yes. No. So you get like 36 hours to get really big and then plus two day of for the semifinals and quarterfinals. So you wrestle on the 14th. You weigh in the 13th, wrestle on the 14th. On the 15th, you have to weigh in before you wrestle. At that point, it'd probably be a quarterfinal. At, th- at yes. that point, most guys will be eliminated. And at that point, everybody will be seven pounds over as well. Well, but no, I mean, not necessarily because they had to make weight. They didn't have to keep their weight down for 36 hours. No, it was 24, I guess, right? So they would they would make used to be they would, you would weigh in every morning, mm-hmm. that far ago, right? But now the first weigh in is the day before. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's not. I don't even get that. I don't. I don't understand it. Maybe they just don't want to do it the morning of. It's too insane to. I don't know. I mean, there's a simultaneous junior freestyle weigh in, the day of the second day, which I guess they can't do it because guys will still be wrestling. Mm. Now, what about uh, what about Akron? Day of. Uh, I have not looked at Akron. Day before. One moment, please. Oh, can you imagine Dan and Akron? I'm going 46 kilos. Imagine him and the Phantom Outlaws. You you wrestled off Kirk McHenry? Yeah. Well, no, I don't. No, actually, I don't want to wrestle Kurt. He's he's ferocious. Dan would probably make best friends with the Phantom Outlaws. What's up? You probably would. You'd be down there just. Do you know who the Phantom Outlaws are? You don't even. Here's the thing about Dan. We hired him. He doesn't even go on flow wrestling. Can no. we stop using the word ferocious? It's becoming a thing already. Who said ferocious? Quit being Dan so ferocious, said that Will. Kirk McHenry's ferocious. It's the second time <laughs> yeah. he's ferocious. I mean, come on. What is he, a jaguar? Can you educate me on the the Phantom Outlaws while whilst I look up Akron? All right, let's talk about let's talk about seating, which is cool, which is people uh Always wanted seating at the world level tournaments, and now we got it. Top four will be seated. Um, points will be uh, awarded or accrued based on worlds and Olympics and continentals. Um, and continentals. But there's also um, a, a third prong of that is in the continentals, how you get points based on how many people were in your bracket, which is a little bit of a racket. Because hmm. as it works out, the best <laughs> continental. So, so what they are trying to do, I think, is if you win Euros, you should probably get more points than if you won Pan Ams or Oceania, right? Or Africa, yeah. So, conveniently, they, they were <clears throat> like, let's let's award more points to bigger brackets. Bigger brackets. Now, that isn't intelligent in and of itself but since euros it just happens to be the bigger brackets are the best brackets right mm-hmm. so it does kind of make sense yeah i i think if you win euros uh you probably should get more seeding points than winning pan ams or mm-hmm. asians is really good as well now europe keep in mind that <laughs> russia isn't going to be seated, which is going to bust up the whole bracket. So I have, I have theories. All right, explain why Russia's not going to be seated. I think all of Russia's moving up and or switching. Meaning, by the way, all this information is on flowwrestling.org. <laughs> the seating information. <laughs> yeah. Shameless plug. 
Uh, but it's at 65 <laughs> kilos. Soslan Romanov has 46 points as the great Olympic champion. But he's going Not 70 this year. Kurban Aliyev, who shouted out John Smith the other day, has 53 separation points at 70. I think he's going down to, to uh, 65. What's Romanov doing? He's going up. Romanov's going 70. So when they change <laughs> weights, they wipe the slate clean? You don't get points. You don't, you don't, so you only get points, you only get points at the weight in which you competed at your continental or worlds. Hmm. And a lot of, another thing, I mean, Sajulayev's never even wrestled at his continental. Has he? Like, <clears throat> so that's the, th- that's the thing. Well, they, that's good. They want you to, they want to reward people for participating more. I like that. Which is great, right? You can get to see Sedge Live more. You get to see certain guys more. But, um, and I I don't know where I sit on it. I think it's probably a good thing, is that you have to be at the weight. So if Sedge Live is moving up, if Kadoyev's moving up, um, they're not going to get any points. It's going to, it could bust up the whole bracket because there again, you could get, um, you know, Kyle Snyder and a Russian first round. Right. So, mm. Godoyev and Yazdani Chirati are going to get zero points because they're both going up to 86, and I think Sajalayev is going up to 97, which if this were a high school or a college tournament and somebody, a three-time defending champ, moved up, and it's like, oh, they have no seeding criteria at this weight. We're going to throw them in the random draw pool. Would well, any coach want that? 84, so... Uh, yeah, uh, there needs to be a common sense clause. Well, that's what you, that's what you guys get when you want it, your seeding. It's just it's going to be a rabbit hole, right? You're always going to be chasing. I said it. You, everybody talked about seeding for forever, and look at look at this guy. What comes with it is going down a rabbit hole. Well, it should be like this, and then they give you your seeding, and you're like, well, there should be common sense. And then they give you this. They give you four. Now, in two years, people are going to say we should have six, and then we should have eight, and then we should have common sense. Eight what? Seeds. Oh. And what uh, do you mean, how many seeds do they have? Four. Listen, it, it ain't hard. You seed Sajalayev, right? You seed you seed world and Olympic champions in some form or fashion. Because he won Olympic. He won Olympic. He won world. He hasn't lost since when, Nomad? Mm. Scholars maintain those records have been destroyed. George I know, but Bush hey, the first. Hey, you. Wh- <laughs> what what's gonna, George Bush the first? What's gonna happen? <laughs> See, y- this is what. I'm telling you, it's 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 problematic. <laughs> you guys that wanted seating, it's problematic because what happens when? Um, okay, Wait, what, there's nothing problematic about. Yes, it. Yes, there, yes, there absolutely is. Yes, there absolutely is because you think it's problematic if Sedge Live gets thrown in the random pool and draws Kyle Snyder in the first or second round. Wait, wait that's that could happen anyways. I I know. Uh, yes, yes, that is problematic. But what is also problematic is who's the guy? Um, the other year that lost in the finals to Burroughs. Uh, Purejav. Purejav, right? Oh, yeah. Everybody says he's not good and blah, blah, blah. Purejav has uh, world silver points. He goes on to win Asians, right? So he has all these points, and then he moves up to 86. Now all you guys are going to say, well, he wasn't really all that. I can't believe he's he has just... Shy of the same points as Jaden Cox or or <clears throat> Sedjulayev. I don't think that's going to be common at all. I wouldn't say that. If he won Asians, World Silver, yeah, he gets you get seated. Absolutely. Uh, what's wrong with that? No, See, it's an not, outlier. It's not problematic. Is it? Worst, here's the it's thing. It's not problematic. He's going to get seated higher than somebody else. Uh, yeah, and all for his points 
at 74. Yeah, I don't know. The 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 alternative is the the mess that they already have where you could it's terrible. At least it'll be approximately better. It won't be perfect. It won't be anything like, you know, NCAA seeding. But, you know, maybe we'll, maybe every now and again we'll separate the two best guys or the three best guys and it'll make sense and they won't hit till well, the as semis. A, as it stands now, as it stands now, all the Russians are not going to be seated. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, so. Well, that's not ideal. But, and that starts in when? Yeah, what's this? That starts this year. What starts in 2018? New weights? 2018 is new weights. You got any intel on those? We, we've, we've all heard the same thing, which is that they're going to be separated by five kilos until you get to the big boys, and it's going to be like 100 to 130. Something five like that kilos? Sort of. Mm-hmm. 10 55, kilos? 60, 65, kilos? 70. 55, 60. That's five. 70, 70, 80, 80, 80, 80. So it's going to go, the point system is going to go, points earned from. Is 55 coming back? Yes. Ooh. The point is. Can Greco guys make that weight? <laughs> yeah, since they are fundamentally fundamentally uh, larger, larger than science, than freestylers. Um, so, Nomad, they are going points, seeding points based on Olympic placement in 2016, and then whatever points you get from Continentals in 2017. Correct. Correct. That's for this year. Now it will be interesting for next year if they change weights, which we are almost assured they will have to. If you're going ten weights, yeah. if there's ten weights, there will be some different. Weights. How how they're going to do the 2017 carryover from right because oh, none year. of the weights are going to exist. <clears throat> right. I mean, hopefully, again, common sense clause. If you if you place the 57, you know, 55. If you place the 74, 75. Right. There's going to be 86, 90. You'll be able to determine it. But yeah, it is a fair point. Because some guys, 57, some will go up, some will go down. What do you do then, Willie? And the other thing, starting in 2018, is there will be four select tournaments, which we don't know exactly how that's going to work. But there will be four select tournaments, which means guys will have to, and girls, will have to wrestle at their competition weight for certain tournaments instead of what most people do, which is wrestle up a weight uh, during the year as training. That's good. No one though. wrestles their weight. Nobody wrestles their weight outside of worlds, um, and and because of that, wrestling on the international level really lacks any Im- importance, and it really lacks a season because yeah. it's all it's all a free for all. You don't have to go anywhere. There's nothing. There's I mean, there's really nothing on the line anywhere, ever, except for worlds, <clears throat> and so. Just how we were talking about last show about the U.S. Open, you get a bye to the finals of the trials if you win. Um, there's something on the line there. And it because there's a bye if you win at the Open, it creates at minimum a two-event season, right? So right. you have the Open, then you have the trials. It's almost a mandatory, and, and it's an opportunity for us to at least see everybody, unless you're a returning medalist, twice. Um, the world doesn't really have that in, in to the degree that you don't even have to wrestle in your continentals. Now you put in, yeah. you put in an, um, incentive to wrestle at the continentals. You put in, now that you say they're going to do four tournaments, um, that's an incentive for people to show up at their weight classes. And now you're starting to build a season. Now you're starting to build some structure. Here's my question. Do, is, is Russia even going to care about this? 
Are they going to say, okay. They will if Uregans won the tournaments. Don't seed Sad Jelayev. And here's another thing, too. At your Continental, you have to wrestle your weight. And here's another thing, too. It does not go to the Federation. So say... Federation? It took his medal. No. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Say Christian is the 61-kilogram entry for Russia at the Continental, Mm -hmm. and he wins it. But then I beat him in wrestle-offs, or I beat you out for the spot. I don't get your first-place points. Right. So, right now, again, building that structure. Structure. That's like, so Greco announced their team for Pan Ams yesterday. We put that up on the site. USA Wrestling put that out, which could be problematic if some of those guys don't win the trials. Yeah, now they're right. leaving seating points on the table, yeah. potential seating so points. I th- and I thought... That Robbie was contemplating retirement, not the case, I guess. Since no, Rob, Robbie will be wrestling. That's good. Yeah, that's a good thing. Cause, uh, yeah, he's excellent. All right, is Adam Coon wrestling this? That's the big question. Is he we're trying is, to figure here, out? The better question is: Adam Coon on this planet right now? He might be he in space. Could be orbiting Mars in an oversized spaceship. Oversized and a two XL spaceship. <laughs> Two XL, probably three. So we're yeah. going. Th- we're, yeah, he's he's six six, two sixty. Okay, uh, enough Adam Coon talk. That was plenty. Where else you want to go? Um, we got Bader's at the in New York City RTC. That's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. I wish I was there. You should have hanging out with you dorks. Yeah, well, you dude. Weren't, you how weren't many invited Bader was? How so. many uh, studs are in that room right now? Currently, quite a several. You've got Ringer and Perry and Chimizo and Steber, et cetera, et cetera. It was awesome to, like, they started popping up on the site last night. It was like Christmas. It was awesome. Watching all those videos. So Dayton's you, up there. Dayton, yeah. Who was Dayton? Oh, Dayton was rolling with Chimizo a little bit. Chimizo was showing all kinds of funky stuff. He's he's crazy. International treasure. Well documented. One of the best in the Frankie best. Edgar's there. Frankie Edgar's there, obviously. I mean, he's a Jersey guy, so why not? Actually, they're an edge. Uh, Edge Hoboken, I think. So I don't know where that is. It's in Hoboken. Here we go. Who's this? That's uh, Logan and Chimizo. How fun would that be just to watch them all day? They apparently wrestled for an hour. Logan's, they're playing around with like near leg in and Logan splatled them. It's pretty funny. But Logan said he's like insanely strong, like very difficult to take down. And he was showing, um, he was showing like wall defense to Frankie Edgar. Um, Cage stuff, you if, know. If if he hits, if Frankie Edgar ever hits any of that stuff in a MMA fight, it would be hilarious because it's like that. It's almost like that Gavin stuff where you like, yes, you kind of swim under the leg. Oh, it's kind of it's st- stuff I couldn't do. Maybe I could do it on Nomad. You sure? Just kidding. Um. So yeah, this was really cool. Very glad that Bader's up there, and uh, he's there today too. And the Russians are in. So who who all's there? Uh, what are Russians? I don't know. Kurbanaliev was there. Kurbanaliev's everywhere. Badrudinov, <laughs> Badrudinov, and yeah. or Kurbanaliev is is literally everywhere. He trains in Stillwater, New York. He always they always send him for the exhibition matches. <laughs> it's like he he loves it. Just like send him, send him. He's always all over the place. He's a beast. He's what he say? What's the quote about John Smith? He's he said, "I train John Smith, I win world champion." You do not train John Smith, you do not win world champion. <laughs> it's simple math, guys. It's not that hard to figure out. Okay. 
so cool. More to come on that. <coughs> that should be popping up throughout uh, the day. And if Bader doesn't have anything up by noon, yell at him on Twitter, at Mark S. Bader. What is this disrespect? You're talking about disrespect? Oh, uh, that was just that was just for me. Y'all disrespected me yesterday. When? How? I don't even know what you're talking about. You do know what I'm talking about. Kyle knows what I'm talking about. You know exactly what you did yesterday. Are you really going to cry about this? No, I'm not crying. I'll, I'm not crying. I'm inspired. I, I, I'm I absolutely positively have no recollection of this. All right, I'll break it down. So... Nomad and Christian have a running rivalry oh. where they wrestle a lot of the coverages that they go to together. And uh, most recently, they had a two-match series at NCAAs in the hotel room. Um, they split. At Big 12s, Christian won. I think it's Southern Scuffle, Nomad won. So it's kind of been back and forth. And uh, they were talking about their next match and how it was going to be at the U.S. Open. And uh, we decided it needs to be freestyle since we're at the Open, obviously. And uh, so I decided to go ahead and set some lines. And Nomad is, is pretty good on his feet, and he gets in on Christian a lot. And I, I like that for freestyle. But Christian's very good on top. But that top game, it, you know, it might not factor in as much being right. freestyle. Listen, <clears throat> Christian... Christian... <laughs> Christian picks... When they wrestle... He picks top. Auto Christian top. picks top. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's how he scores all his points. And Nomad chooses pick. bottom. Nomad puts himself underneath. <laughs> Gotta learn to get out. No, I know why I know why he picks bottom. Why? Because he, he's gas. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, he, he gasses every time. And so he picks bottom. He's like, hey, I can chill out down here. And every time you <clears> cradle <throat> him. But yeah. guess what? There's no top and bottom. You're not Listen. you have no <laughs> you have no parterre game. None. I've never wrestled a freestyle match in my life, <laughs> but so here's the problem: Nomad's better on his feet. See, but will he gas? He absolutely will. My pressure will wilt him. And all right, we'll get to the disrespect. <laughs> you haven't disrespected me yet. Okay, the, the, <clears throat> I think. I mean, this was a non-issue for me, but I, apparently this carried over into today. <laughs> it's really hurt your feelings. Oh, uh, I'm not hurt. I I'm put not the hurt. Kyle put the line injured? at one point five. Kyle put the line at. Nomad minus 1.5. I, I said 2.5. I just want to see where the money goes. You know, I think that's a fair point. I want to see if where the money goes. And you then guys are... He said minus 2.5. <clears throat> you guys are crushing me today. You got to remember, you're, the, you're... Li- the line isn't necessarily the line. The line is to get people to bet both ways. Exactly. You are talking about they sent us fish. Who's they? <laughs> Kyle's talking about see which way the money goes. Who's betting on this? <laughs> Nobody's betting on this. <laughs> you have no idea the market for Nomad and Christian matches. Yeah, I guarantee you, I can make uh, Nick Veliquet bet on that. Oh, he will definitely bet on this. He, <laughs> he, he alone will change the line. He compared by himself. He compared. Who did he compare us to? He called me. He's he like called, he, said, he called you Ben Askren. Yeah. He called you someone else. Like you're like. He called you. He called us both like amazing wrestlers when we are easily the worst <laughs> wrestlers in floor <laughs> wrestling. We're terrible. Um, but anyways, yeah, you disrespected me. Two, I'm just minus <clears> two and a half. And well, yeah, I, I th- there you go. You have to disrespect somebody, right? If I would have made you a one-point favorite, uh, then you disrespect Nomad? Is that how it goes? No. Uh, well, that would be right. That would be the right thing. Okay. You sound like an angry parent when I pick somebody else. In a I'm not an angry... No. Like I said, there's no anger here. I'm inspired. Someone has to win, and someone has to lose. People forget that about wrestling matches. What do you think? Are you going to beat me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, he's not better on his feet than me. That's okay. He's not. He's How not. many I, takedowns have you gotten compared to his? Um, at Cliff Keen Las Vegas, I was living on those legs. 
Okay. So one match. Well, thank you. One match. You did well see, on your feet. I, I'm trying to. You'll, you'll see. <clears throat> okay. But no, you know what? I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm gonna be about it. I don't want well, you to get completely disheveled here. He has to eat something right now. So are you going to win, Christian? Absolutely. First of all, six minutes free, two three minute periods. He, you're not gonna be able to sustain my my pressure. You might get a couple early. Listen, I'll tell you right now. You better tech me immediately. And that's on the table. I'm just. I hope no right, brings nobody brings his shoes this time. We're gonna, we'll get video of it this time. Last time, they wouldn't let us film it. Next time, absolutely positively have to. We actually do have video, but nobody would let it. I mean, when I say nobody, I mean these two didn't want to put it up. But Kyle beat <coughs> you in a race, a foot race. That was bullcrap, too. That, was, <laughs> that, that one might get us an explicit rating if we put that whole video up. Yeah. Apparently, Nomad also, when he wrestled you the last time, not the last time, the, he had Chipotle <laughs> stuck <laughs> his throat. He threw up because he had a black bean or something. Kind yeah. Of. Well, Pretty I'd, sure I had a piece of barbacoa or carnitas, like, legitimately <laughs> lodged in my throat. It was terrible. You guys are I couldn't mess. breathe. Well, I mean, nobody should. He also dragging re- someone to dark waters. Ever heard of Isaiah Martinez? He also wrestled with no shoes. He was wrestling barefoot, and Christian had wrestling shoes I on. I didn't like that either. I don't like touching nasty <laughs> nomad elf feet, okay? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I tore up my toenail, too. Wear, yeah, wear right. shoes. It's disgusting. I, I Enough hate. of you two wrestling. That's disgusting. How about, what's your what's your beef <clears throat> with these new rooms? Do you have a problem with the new rooms? Oh, yeah, I have to. Oh. With, I don't, I don't, with, with one new room. Sometimes Christian... Will not tell me what he's talking about. I just put stuff in, in the sheet here that we're going to talk about topics. And he says he has beef with Ohio State's new room. And I look at their tweet and I look at the article and I don't know really how you can have beef with it. But I will have. I have a lot of issues. First of all, it seems like they're they're skimping out a little bit. Okay, um, Tom Ryan tweeted a few images of it, and, and we'll get to this. Maybe we can leave it up for a little bit. Cut to the a couple of different ones, and we'll get to my issues. One. Okay. Nomad did an article about this, and, and they talk about they're going to have speakers underneath the mat. Okay. If they were truly bought in and invested uh, in wrestling, the speakers wouldn't be under mats. They would be literally within the mats. Okay. Oh, Embedded you got into jokes. The, in the, no, no, no. I'm dead serious. Okay. And they should be partnering with Cliff Keen. To get Bluetooth-enabled headgear that I has speakers that. that plays Fort Minor's Remember the Name on loop. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's 10% luck. They need to know the ratio of luck, skill, concentrate <clears throat> power of will in order to be successful. So you can talk a lot about how you're invested in wrestling. That's, there's, there's six pillars. What is that? There's, is that a Linkin Park song? It's uh, basically a Linkin Park ripoff. It's All Fort right. Minor. Okay, there's six pillars. Of every great wrestling room, okay? Number one, proper speakers. They need to be in the headgear, okay? They've or, never been in the history of man in the headgear. Okay. Number two. Number two. Five mats sounds great, right? Five mats. That's what it is? Five yeah, mats? Yeah, exactly, right? You hear five and you think that's great. But they never clarified these could be the little living room mats, okay? Five of the living room mats, there's not enough room to play all the necessary wrestling room games like dodgeball and handball. Fun, okay. which are fun. Which are fun. So sounds like Ohio State's out on fun. Okay. I'm pretty sure Ohio State, they're a big uh, spike ball team. Big spike ball. There's not yeah. enough room for a spike ball. With what five. is spike ball? Uh, you, it's like a little, like, it looks like a little 
trampoline you like hit the ball off of it and it comes back up and like you have another team and they got to try to hit it back down. Okay, in no, all reality, okay, you still got There's more. other issues. Well, there's a lot of problems. I'm sorry, there's a lot of problems. Um, can we show, can we put the schematics back up there, Efren? Throw the schematics up. Okay, uh, the other schematics. Why is Kyle Dake in there? Is that Kyle, Kyle Dake? Okay. It looks like Kyle Dake. Uh, one thing, I see there's no plans uh, for a moat of any kind. Um, how... How will your wrestlers be protected from enemy invaders? That's <laughs> Is there a drawbridge? Where do the alligators go now? All right, I got all these alligators. No moat. Problematic. Where's the moat? They're skimping on that. Okay. Um, let's go. Let's go to the other shot. The other picture there. Where's Roland? Here's what. And, and do you see who's? Where's Tommy Roland's helicopter? Right, so you see that? Yeah. Okay. Now go back to the other one. See these these beings here? Okay. And you see these little spirits wandering around? They built. I have a theory that they built this wrestling room on Indian burial ground, and it's already haunted by spirits based on these images that we've cap captured via satellite. Okay, so it's already haunted, so that's not good. And finally, maybe they're maybe they're the ghosts of Ohio State's wrestling past. Maybe they're good ghosts. They could be good ghosts, right? And so I'm not. Gonna, I just say in general, spirits are not good dwelling about your training facility. Well, you look at things with a glass half full, half empty. All right, if that's a fair point. Five, where is the anti-gravity hand-fighting room? I don't understand. There's nothing in here in any of the literature. Did Tom Ryan speak to you about anti-gravity hand-fighting room? So I asked him specifically tight? about that, and uh, he kind of got hush-hush. So Yeah, exactly. I don't blame him. I don't blame him because you know what? There's not going to be an anti-gravity hand-fighting room. I've already... I have intel. Deep inside the Ohio State program, there's not going to be an anti-gravity hand-fighting machine. Is there going to be... How are you going to know how heavy your hands are? Where's the Nathan Tomasello weight room? Oh yeah, that's a fair question. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll have that. That's like you know, ba very basic stuff. Are you, are you familiar with Dragon Ball Z? No. The hyperbolic I, time chamber. I have. Where you can spend a year training in one day. What is it called? It's a hyperbolic <laughs> time chamber. Do, no, it's not called a hyperbolic time chamber. I I just looked it up. I thought it was. Are you hyperbaric. sure it's not hyperbaric? I thought it was hyperbaric, but hyperbolic? I just looked it up. Efren's total hyperbolic. dork. What is it? Hyperbolic. Hyperbolic. <laughs> Right. I, know, I guess I things hyperbaric. shouldn't make sense considering we're talking about it's a cartoon, correct? Uh, it's a great cartoon. This, this oh no, it's not a cartoon. It's a, a great. It's a documentary film. Technically, technically, Michael a, Moore. A manga, I believe, is the term. And not, finally, can we stop talking about hyperbolic time chambers? Apparently, Ohio State is all out on nutrition because I see nothing in their plans about bringing on Emeril Lagasse as the team's um, chef slash nutritionist. Bodies a temple, and apparently they're not even going to have a five star chef to make them food. So why even bother? So I just feel like I feel like it's it's a lot of splash, zing, and pep about this thing, but Ohio State's kind of mailing it in. J just a, just a little critique, nothing personal. I don't know where you guys stand on that. That's a real good job. Real good job by you. No, but there is. <clears throat> Go just, ahead. Just casually eating Slim Jim. There is. Uh, it's uh, good news that these programs are getting. Um, mm. Facilities upgraded. Them, Rutgers, Campbell. Who else? No man. South Dakota State. South Dakota State. You know, Cornell has a standalone facility. Michigan has a standalone facility. Lehigh. Lehigh. It was probably Michigan. less than ten years. I just said Michigan. Um, Lehigh. West Virginia has a standalone facility. Do they? Mm -hmm. So Le Lehigh. It's good. It's good news. It's great news. You're, you're, you're lost today. All right. Where to next, Kyle? Are we going to have some moments of shocking gotcha journalism? No, this isn't even fair, but <laughs> go ahead. 
if you have to. Yeah, uh, it's fun to look back, and we like to throw Willie under the bus here, as we all know. Um, so we thought it'd be cool to take a look back at the 2012, uh, not only recruiting class, but the big board. We just put that up, re-ranking uh, the best individual seniors. But also coming soon, we're going to re-rank the recruiting class of 2012. Um, so let's just start by reading off Willie's top five from 2012. Uh-oh. So number one, Iowa. With Nathan Burak, Sam Brooks, Thomas Gilman, Alex Meyer, Corey Clark. It's pretty good class. Pretty good class. <clears throat> Lehigh was number two. Brandon Griffin, Doug Villaro, Mitch Minotti, Brian Brill, Randy Cruz, Elliot Riddick, Lake Gardner. Uh-oh. Big class. They got a lot of production <clears throat> out of them. Yeah, and that's what... Um, we'll get to that in a second. Cornell, Mark Gray, Cisneros, Rio Buto, Steve Congeni, Dylan Palacio, Gabe Dean. Oklahoma State, Jordan Rogers, Kyle Crutchmer, uh, Chase Furman, Brian Crutchmer, Nolan Boyd, a little under the radar guy. Mm, sneaky. And number five, Michigan, uh, Taylor Massa, Rossi Bruno, Jordan Thomas. Ouch. So that's that's the order I had him in. That's the order you had him in, yeah. Okay. So? And you did a good job with Iowa. Good job by you, because they they got thirteen All American honors. Four national finals appearances and a national champ from Corey Clark in that was class. Was Skinesny in that class? He was. Ooh. And Topher Carton. They got a year starting out of Topher Carton. Skinesny would have been awesome. That was a well, I mean, look, you, you evaluate people on... Me and Nomad were talking about this yesterday over a beer. Um, you evaluate people over your... Over the course of their high school career, right? Um, you don't know... You don't know what they're going to do. You don't know if their feelings are going <clears> to, <throat> I'm burned out of wrestling. I miss home. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not accountable. I, I, you know, you don't know if they're going to burn out or, or flame out or flake out, right? And, Any of those three. You know, Nomad, Nomad was like, yeah, you know what? One of, the, one of the things I really like about being on the road and being at tournaments is you get to talk to these kids. You get to learn more about them. You get a feel for, like, do they have their stuff together? What's their goals? What, how mature are they? And um, it's helpful in recruiting, but the, uh, in recruiting analysis, but you don't always you don't always get to talk to everyone, so you don't you don't know where they're at, you know. Now you mentioned the Lehigh class, like they got a lot of production out of that class, and that's what they got two All Americans, Minotti, Cruz, three times if you put them together, but then Gardner. Riddick, Valaro all made the round of 12. Those guys punched through. You're looking at that class in a completely different aspect. Yeah, and that's why I always, every year that I do the recruiting class rankings, I always say, almost, it gets on my own nerves because I say it so much, is that I look at production potential. I don't know if a guy's going to win three titles or if a guy's going to be a <coughs> two-time All-AA. What, what you can get a grip for is are they going to get starting years of service? Is he going to be a pretty solid starter? Can you project him as a pretty solid starter and, and get production out of him over the course of several years in dual meets? And, and right? Is he going to be a starter for you? You're going to get value out of him. And uh, so I take that into big account. Now, Valero in the lineup for years, Minotti in the lineup for years, Cruz was a four-year starter. Um, Gardner so qualified I, three times. So, like, right, so maybe they weren't all-stars, all-stars, but they got a lot of value out of that class. Yeah, absolutely. And then you look at Cornell, uh, while they might have 
Gray and Cisneros didn't live up to their building or billing. Uh, Palacio, Robuto, and Dean, and those guys were four-year starters. That gotta be so. You're re-ranking it. That gotta be the number one class, right? No, or, no. Is Iowa still? Yeah, Iowa. They that class has 13 All-American honors, been the finals four times, a national champ. Cornell, nine All-American honors, two you, national titles out of Gabe Dean. Did you yeah, factor in sound You guys were making fun of me yesterday. <laughs> if we factor in sound bites. You guys were making fun of me yesterday because a thing I said. Mm. What did I say about Congeni? You said, let me, I want to quote you on this. I don't want to be wrong. It's so easy to look like <laughs> a fool like five years later. That's a good quote. It's good radio. Come on. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, and they got a steal in Congeni, who is vastly overlooked by national fans. Mark it down. Congeni will step right in when Bozak departs and do just fine. Ooh. Well, he didn't. But they t- this I is, mean, this they is did- another aspect that you obviously can't factor in is injuries. Yeah, they told me I was talking to somebody um, at Flow Nationals on the staff, and I was like, how's Congeni doing? Like, what's his deal? And they're like, man, he's darn good. But he could never stay healthy. His knees are beat up. I I loved him as a prospect coming out of high school. Obviously, uh, injuries really hurt that Michigan class too. Taylor Massa couldn't stay healthy. Jordan Thomas had to end his career early because of injury. Uh, Michigan's had just bad luck with injuries. They really? uh, think about M- Massa, Mahomes. You know, Mahomes Thomas. is like done, done. Well, he, his knees don't work. Murphy but he's still was in school. always hurt. Yeah, he's, hey, he's, he's doing great that way. Brian Murphy was always hurt. Brian Murphy. Murphy always hurt. Just like. Unlucky stuff. Mm-hmm. Murphy was always. Lehigh had a lot injured. of that too. <clears throat> Lehigh had a lot of. The odd thing about Lehigh is it was often illnesses, right? Eric Hess got sick. Austin Mays got sick. Oh, yeah, that was random too. Yeah. So you can so, never. You can't always see those things coming. Don't want to give too much away about the article, but then if you look at some of the classes that maybe outperformed mm. expectation or seating. Uh, Old Dominion. Old Dominion, big time. Uh, that class, Michael Barnes, Jack Deckow, Lenny Richardson, Kevin Beasley. You get three different All-Americans yep. out of that class and plenty of starting years. Yep. And Beasley sells another year. Is that true? <clears throat> yeah. He took I know he took an Olympic. last year. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Virginia Tech, you had him ranked as the 24th best class, but uh, Houston Evans, Ty Walls, <laughs> Dawson Peck, and uh, Mastriani. But you get three-time All-American in Walls and multiple-time starter and All-American out of Mastriani. One time, Dawson Peck was Ty Walls' teammate, and he transferred, and then he pinned Ty Walls at National Duels. Oh, yeah. All right. (coughs) So Kyle will have that article coming out, re-ranking the class of 2012, both the recruiting classes and the, the sort of the big board. Can we get that for Friday? Be great, great Christian fri- scheduling right great on the show. Friday piece. I got um, you. Set that for all right, Friday. Well, we'll go back to the well here with Kyle. We'll stick with Kyle. Mm. Kyle, you got any hot topics for us? Oh, yeah. I love this one, too. I so, hate Christian, hate I don't know if you saw it, but BWI, they're doing your job for you. Ooh. Well, so that's appreciated. BWI, Penn State's board. It's a great, great airport. They, <laughs> they decided to uh, remove the seniors from your college pound for pound rankings. Ooh. Okay. Well, thanks. I, yeah. Can we give them admin access? They can just upload those. Right. <laughs> upload but them. they also weren't very happy with some of the Well, rankings. I know what this is going to be. Yeah, I thought this was going to be your lead here, Kyle. Well, it's, it's, it's building. Would you give Yeah, yeah. Let him, building. Let so, him go. at first, the first couple posters 
don't like Vincenzo behind Imar. Mm. And then the yeah. second wave was you lost to Keaton Zane and Knopf should be ahead of Kyle Snyder. Kyle Snyder. Well, yeah, certainly they could. Um, you you could you could create a Zane, Zane over Snyder is not uh, an audacious thought. I Snyder jumped Zane when he beat Gwiz. Gwiz was the number two pound for pound guy in the country at the time, uh, behind Daringer. Snyder beat him. Snyder was an undefeated champion with a with a better win than Zane had. Although Zane one time beat Logan Steber. So, but he <laughs> lost to Mitchell Port, um, which is not that bad. But I, I think you could you could probably make a case. My opinion: Kyle Snyder number one. You say Zane, and remember, this is not just like just bonus. It's not just that. It's just it's my opinion. And if you say Zane number one, I ain't mad at you. But for my money, Kyle's been better. But they brought they, it. The, but, but BWI like, brought it. I thought about. Responding, but when you're talking to Penn State fans, Penn State fans, it's going to be difficult. And, and the things they were saying, they just don't, you know, they don't understand how rankings work. Like for them, for them, the question why Vincenzo is behind Imar is like, come on, dude. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to rationalize that. I mean, he's one and two against him. He's one and two against him, and also <coughs> Keaton Subject. He lost to him this year. I mean, so how many? Yeah, I like, mean, what? He's a he was the five seed or six seed or three seed, whatever he was at NCAAs. Now he's like number six pound for pound in the country. He was a three sure. seed. Three and, seed. You know, Imar has one loss before that, two losses now. Vincenzo also lost to. I mean, you know, Imar's here and Vincenzo's not Didn't in Vincenzo the pound lose for to pound. Isaac Jordan this year, yes. too? Yes. He lost to Imar twice. He lost to Imar, Imar twice. Imar has more wins. Yes, he got the bigger win. And right. They, so it's, I mean,. That's a pretty easy one. That's a pretty easy one. Penn State has how many yeah, guys do well they have in the top ten? That's how it started. That's how it, it started with praise, and then it ended right. with wow. a firing squad. <laughs> why do we not have the top five? <laughs> wait, let me look at this. This is now I'm like, wait. I, don't, I have no <laughs> idea why Kale's not in there. They want to know that. <laughs> why Kale's not in the pound for pound? Where's, uh, that was a joke. Where's where's uh where's Kyler? Let me look at this pound for pound. Look at what? My rankings. No. Oh, so they have the. Two, the three, the five, the ten, and the eleven. I know, but they're talking about sorry guys. Without, yeah, without the seniors. You have the number eleven guy. He lost to Christian Brucky this year. I know, my, but th- my bad. Think about this. This is how it starts. First post without the seniors. PSU has two, three, four, seven, and eight. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, more more hate from Flo. More Flo just don't love <clears throat> us. That's pretty funny. Well, I mean, I- I'll give him Zane. I'm I'm fine with that. That's okay. If you say Zane over Kyle, what do you say? I don't know. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> it's sweet. <laughs> uh, you can make an argument on both sides. I can see it on both they sides. They were concerned. The, the difficult thing to me is that I got hate for how high I had Nolf all year. Like, because I had him ahead of Jaden, basically all year. I think I had him ahead of Dean. Um, yeah. So I mean, Nolf had a win over Imar. Well, Jaden had to win over Kyle, too. No. No? No. Who's Jaden's biggest win? That's a great question. That's why, right? That's part of it. Also, he, you know, he had... He had some losses. Losses to Mac. He's not not near as dominant as Jason Nolf. Um, so yeah, I mean, Nolf has a win over Imar. 
which before that was like the one of the, the only, best ones you could have. It was the only one. <laughs> right. The only one <coughs> that existed. Um, now so, two. yeah, he belonged there. Yeah. What else you got for us? All right, so one of the big topics now the season's over on message boards is projected lineups. I know we've talked about it on this show, um, but this one on Hawkeye Report. Um, Will Perez Perez, best name in college wrestling, be Iowa's 125-pounder next year. Why are you crossing your fingers? No, what are you doing right now? I love the kid's (laughs) name. His name is Perez Perez. Okay. And so, hot or not, Perez Perez is Iowa's 125-pounder next year. If not, who is? I well, think he is going to be their starter. The genesis always. of this, the genesis of that thread came when Tom Brands in an interview was asked about 125 next year, and he said that Phil Locks and Jack Wagner. <coughs> Rathbun. Yeah, he said those guys were 33. They're more considered 33s um, now. So. Matt McDonough is somewhere laughing in a corner at their <laughs> concept of what a 33 pounder is. Yeah. So. That um, that shook some people up. Like, whoa, Perez we thought start. for sure that it was going to be Wagner or Rathbun or Locks, and it's not. So, uh, quick sidebar: Sion is digging into the Indonesian uh, leftovers right That's now. That's from three days ago. It's eight fifty-four <coughs> in the morning. He went into the fridge and he got our Indonesian food. <laughs> from so you think it's bad? I'm bringing in salmon. He's going to have some, like, Malaysian chicken-rice combo and noodles. Vermicelli noodles. Before nine. Back to Perez Square. There were only two Iowa wrestlers that competed at 125 pounds, according to the official University of Iowa Wrestling individual match-by-match results page. Thomas Gilman and Perez Perez. Okay. Gilman, people forget. That's it? Nobody else made 25 last year? And Brock Rathbun was as high as 141 at the Missouri Valley College Open. So he seems unlikely for 25. I thought for sure. Vallo. He was like a peanut <coughs> in high school. But here's the thing. He's like a peanut. He was very small. High in protein? Oh. Um, you see Ohio State having problems with 25, too. We were talking about... Uh, they, they're just going to sign them all. Ohio State's just getting all, all these 113, senior 113. 125 by committee. 125 by committee. You know what they say if you don't have... If you have two 125s, you don't have one. You don't have one. That's well, backup quarterback. Talk they said, you know, we were. Well, one time <coughs> Iowa had Corey Clark and Thomas Kilman. So riddle me that. We were talking about. Um, we were talking in the suite about with Brad Dillon, Lehigh's assistant coach, and and I was like, I like that. I like that uh, Zap kid, right? He's a junior in high school. I said, um, but he's a junior, 103, you know. And he said, he said. Hey, if they're good, they're good. He's like everybody said. Darian was too small too. He turned out to be a national champ. So, um, I'm uh, jury's still out on Darian. So, but it's tough to find a career 125 pounder. So it's it's tough to find um, a multi-year 125 pounder. When the Iowa City duels roll around next year, and we have our Friday tradition of watching that—that's a tradition on and eating fried rice. Who steps on the mat for Iowa at 125? Perez Square. Okay. Willie? I don't know. I guess it's him. I guess it's him. You know, this this conversation kind of um, spawned another conversation Mm. in that who who does Iowa put on the mat next year in other ways? Like somebody said, one of us said, do they start... 
Um, it was me. Jacob Warner looks yeah. really good. Do they start him next year? But the oh, thing yeah. is, the thing is, for wh- for what reason, right? Like so they, so you could go from seventh to fifth, seventh right? to fifth, sixth to fourth, a tenth to seventh. I, you know what I mean? Um, no, you probably preserve you preserve Warner for when you can make a run. They wouldn't wrestle Alex Marinelli, yeah. and plus, they have. Options at nine. I think I believe <coughs> Stephen Holloway will be a good ninety-seven if he can get down there. I think he'll be good. I think it's I don't, Wilkie came on at the end. You Wilkie's can, going eighty-four. He's going to go eighty-four, um, which I think you know he could do well there. It's Iowa's lineup is really interesting to me. I could see, I could see them doing really well, and 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 people be like, "Wow, it was supposed to be about down here, but they took fourth, right?" Or I could see it being. Bad. Well, yeah, they're gonna have a lot of not bad, bad like tenth. Yeah. Well, you know, if, just think about this: L- the lineup of Perez, Perez, Phil Laux, um, we'll say Vince Turk, Sorensen, Kimmerer, Marinelli, Young, Wilkie, Holloway. It's the middle. Stoll. Of, it's the middle of the lineup, it's and if Stoll's healthy, forty-nine through <coughs> seventy-four. Uh, we'll see about Caleb Young. Scott so, Casper is very high on Caleb Young. Don't say yeah, it. I swear. He's like, don't say his name. He's never watched Why do you say his name? <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, listen. I listen. I've listened to now two episodes of Takedown Radio in my life. The only reason I listened to one two is, weeks ago is because of you, actually. Because you said how they kept talking about how Gavin Teasdale's... I'll get... You, me, then you. Okay. How they said Gavin Teasdale's not a man of his word. So I listened to that. That was gross. Threw up a couple times. Then I was like, well, this will be interesting because now Brent Metcalf, because they were morally outraged that Gavin Teasdale wasn't a man of his word because he changed his mind in high school. So like, well, what are they going to think about Brent Metcalf who agreed to uh, coach at USA Wrestling as an adult man? They did not seem very outraged about that. So, so uh, I thought that was, thought that was, that was interesting. Yeah, I only... I never listened to it because... He's really hard to listen to. I mean, not hard to listen to. It's almost I- impossible to listen to. He t- poor Jacob Casper had to listen as he said he got second in NCAs and had the first takedown against Kyle Snyder. Neither of which were. He got second in the fifth place match. We went over this. <laughs> he got second in the fifth place match. <laughs> <laughs> poor Jacob. Jacob Casper, good sport for going on there. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah. it was unlistenable. He also said. He also said I too have only listened to it like twice. In my life, and and it was it's when people go, dude, you gotta listen to this, right? Yes. But he also had Spencer on there, who they were fawning over, right? And he and Casper said, "Way to have your career go out on top." Well, he lost his only match in his last match. Anyway, very difficult to listen to, but the most difficult thing was how they just ragged on Gavin. Gavin. You know, it was gross. Neither, which I guarantee, if it was a guy that. If it was a guy that committed to North Carolina, but then committed to Iowa, they'd yeah. have him on and they'd talk about how rosy things were. But yeah. anyway, I don't. Need, I, I'm a little upset to my stomach that we even brought that. Yeah. Show up. Um. <laughs> so what else, Kyle? You got anything else? You got any other zingers for us? No, that's all for today. That's all you got. Today? What are you guys doing this weekend, Christian? Me. I guarantee Friday night is General So's <coughs> night. General So's chicken. No, you know what. That used to that was a tradition unlike any other before I moved here to this place that has no good Chinese food. Oh my god. China, Austin's the best city 
in the country, which by it could mean it's the best city in uh, the, the, the planet or the universe, because is there life anywhere else? I don't think so. However, no good. You can't. They no do good not Chinese know what they're food. doing. I don't get it. Well, there's almost also no good pizza, either. But pizza's not great. But they it's have a like lot of. You want to get a find a great Indonesia tofu joint? They'll probably have it. Oh, corner got, of the market. Yeah, they got that market corner, but they cannot make general so. So we probably won't do the so. I don't know what we're gonna do. It's hard. Do you I have any salmon money. left? <laughs> leftover. I have one more set of leftovers. Throw it out. She made a. <clears throat> There's right. probably tapeworm. What happens if you? Yeah, I was gonna say, what happens if you miss Tuesday with tapeworm? I'm not gonna miss. This is well. My wife prepares the salmon uh, wonderfully, so that's not gonna happen. Okay, Kyle, what are you doing this weekend? Anything good? I remember before Kyle's girlfriend moved here, Kyle would just we, me and Kyle would be bros. We just watch sports all weekend. Do eat chicken wings. Eat chicken wings. Grill out like men. His. Charcoal mountains. Build charcoal mountains on the grill. <laughs> Olivia, <laughs> Olivia moved here, and she has you going to fondue tastings on you know, and soirees. That's not true. It's true. You guys go to brunch with um, a gaggle of, of teachers. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and meet, plans. meet PTA. Go to PTA events. Chuck E. Cheese parties. Christian, your wife's a teacher, too. How are you going <laughs> to... I don't know. <laughs> I, I never build charcoal mountains with Willie. I didn't do. I didn't build um, bunk bed forts with him. So yeah, well, you missed out. So Nomad, what are you doing? I, I mean, uh, I know Nomad we. I know we got you up. I know we got you up early. Are you sleeping till Monday? Yeah, that's, that <laughs> seems. Just sleep. You know, I don't sleep during the night. No, you, you're going to probably compile all the results from the Dan Koloff. I think I'm going to Marcus Malinconicus's for for uh, what macaroni did you and gravy. Say to me? Mike Mal. You said that name pretty weird. Almost Pat Papaluzio. Marcus <laughs> Marcus Malinconicus. That's that's how he is in Cliff Fretwell's phone. Okay. Interesting. All right. <laughs> nice little inside joke. Yeah. Throw all our plans. I'm gonna finish up high school rankings this weekend. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Can you please? Mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna feature those on floorwrestling.org. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Efren, Kai, what do you guys got going on Big this plans? weekend? Big plans. Efren, you have a DBZ watch party. <laughs> you and the gang getting together. That sounds exciting. Practice some moves. Efren has to get on this show. I wish he wasn't such Scoop a coward. Scoop Newsman? <laughs> He's a coward. Scoop Newsman. All right. Play us out. Play us out. Was it Rock the Party? Rock the Party. Yep. We got to rock the party. That's the name of the song we bought from, what's it called? Audio Jungle. Yeah. Right. We thank you guys so much for listening to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. 194 episodes strong. Give us some ideas for episode 200. We got to do something special. I think we have slides of examples of tape. Yeah, well, it'll probably be tape, it'll be tapeworm awareness week. We'll say that <laughs> on FRL. All right. Happy Friday the 13th to all you guys out there. Enjoy it. Have a good Friday. Thanks for listening to FRL. And we'll be back. Can it you is commit good to Friday. Can we? Yeah. It's a good, good Friday. Yes. But it's also Friday the 13th. It's not really. I made that up. Oh. Today's the 13th. Let us be the first to wish you a happy Easter. Yeah, let us be the first. Happy Easter. Um, thanks again, and we will see you next have fish tomorrow. Can you commit to Tuesday? Yes, I can. You're going to have fish tomorrow. It's possible. Make sure it's thoroughly cooked. It will be. Right. My wife knows how to prepare salmon. Thanks, guys. See you next time. <laughs>